0: In a world where full-length motion pictures
1: exist, two men have the power to navigate their stories. Join Jeff and Michael as they attempt to recall some of their favorite
2: movie memories.
1: Okay, we are back at it again with another episode of Movie Memories Podcast, episode 17 with Jeff and Michael. If this is, perchance, your first time joining us on this podcast, it is the podcast where Jeff and myself, we challenge each other to recall movies from memory, front to back, and then we will go back, rewatch the movie, and discuss what we missed, talk about our favorite parts, and all that jazz. So I've got one for Jeff today. You think you're ready?
0: Nope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you did happen to glean uh, or uh, catch a glance of what I had uh, refreshed myself on. um, You might know what's coming, but it's funny. uh, I was going to, I was trying to think of a way to segue into the movie because I don't know if there's a lot of quotes other than some of the things that the main characters says, like he gives a couple speeches and that's kind of like long winded and all that stuff. But anyway, we kind of feel like we're heading towards a dystopian future, which is what this movie's, you know, uh, is about essentially. Do you know what we're doing?
0: I might, but I'm going to let you uh, <laughs> give uh, me something. This, I
1: was going to say this should be really. This will pretty much give it away, but Guy Fox. Yeah, it's V. Yeah, V for know. Vendetta. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I totally saw it. Yeah, yeah. I figured after
1: we had talked and you said that you saw it, I was like, uh, ah, well, it's as long as he hasn't watched it, it's fine. Yeah, like right it doesn't it. matter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, V for Vendetta. It's a. Uh, this was the third choice of the three when we were going through and trying to do ah. more difficult movies. Okay, dystopian. Com- it's a technically a comic book movie. I think it's. It I think it is DC.
0: It's a um, Alan Moore. I know that much. The guy who wrote. Uh, um, um,
1: that's the Watchmen, Watchmen, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I haven't, I haven't, you know, explored the graphic novel or comic book, but. It doesn't feel like that kind of a movie. And early on, it's a little on the cheese side, but then in the middle, when it gets a little more political, it's not. It's a little more of a drama. And then towards the end, it's a little more of an action. So, and it's all about a dystopian future where, um, I read one description where it said, like, if the Nazis had won, but the way they kind of give you the history in the movie is like, just if, um, if England had been taken over by essentially fascist as if there was a fascist regime regime that had risen up
0: from within. Yeah. Yeah.
1: From within and, and closed it out. And apparently there's a bunch of wars going on all in the world and everything. And England just isolated itself and cut itself off from the world. Yes. Anyway,
0: convinced all the citizens that they should never leave, you
1: know? Yeah, exactly. And like, you can only trust the government and we're here to protect you. Exactly. Yeah. So, do you think you got this? You think you can uh, run through the movie after going through like everything you just discussed? I was thinking about all of the complex,
0: like political stuff that's going on in this movie. Uh-huh. And, like, I think I kind of know like the plot beats, but I'm not sure if I can get there. With yeah. the details in my head
1: when I was picking this movie, I was like, I thought the same thing, but then watching it again. It is a little less complicated than I thought. Is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because know, okay. they don't get, they don't explain a lot until the end where there's like the that pivotal moment where it's like this is what happened type thing, and all the um, secrets are revealed. So, so the beginning
0: is is that with Guy Fox in the past? Uh, yeah, and it it basically shows him trying to blow up British Parliament. Is yes. that what's going on in the beginning? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And he's got, like, a couple barrels of, uh, supposedly, like, either gunpowder. Is it gunpowder? Yeah. yeah. And then he's caught before he accomplishes it. I don't remember. I think he is.
1: Yeah. Yes, he's caught doing it. and Doing it. Um, During it, there's, like, a monologue. Um, the, a narration. Remember,
0: remember, remember the 5th of November? Is that the...
1: Not yet, but it's it's... Natalie Portman's character. She's uh, She's just narrating what's happening. Like she's, she's talk, explaining Is she
0: talking about like the meaning of a building, what it represents? There's a lot of monologues in this. And,
1: like, there's a little bit, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of narration. She no, in this in this instance, she Natalie Portman's just narrating what Guy Fox was doing. What he is as a man. But, yeah, what like, yeah, I can, what I can, he, I can hear her and, voice. Exactly. Like <laughs> the re- the reason why he was wanting to blow up Parliament and what was happening during the time with the government and then uh-huh. him getting caught. And then, yes, you're right. Uh, this, But the rest of the scene is Guy Fox getting caught. Caught. Yeah. And then uh, it's like
0: no one remembers the man. They remember. Mm-hmm. The he and ideas are bulletproof. Blah, blah, blah. Right, like, I can't remember all
1: of that. Yeah, but, yeah. and uh, she says like an idea can change the world, and yeah. she's like eyewitness firsthand what that can do because she's she's narrating from a future point of view. Right, right,
0: and shows Skyfox being hanged. Yep, um, and then that shows the V with like the fire. Right, mm-hmm. that, what that starts with? And yeah,
1: then, yeah. There is like a uh, the little logo intro. The little logo intro. And I, oh, do I
0: quote the "Remember, remember" right here? Is that when they say it? No, uh, I think. Well, I remember it. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I think he he says it later. He says it later. Okay, so yeah. cut to present day. Um. Yep. She it goes it goes straight to Natalie appointment, doesn't
1: it? Yeah. It, it was the the very. I mean, technically, the very first thing is um, V getting ready but meeting. then also her it's it's okay. like a like the uh, same
0: thing like they're both getting ready at the same time mm-hmm. yeah yeah same, like,
1: exactly like a mirror perspective shot where it's she's getting ready in front of her vanity v is getting ready in front of his vanity
0: is she getting ready to go meet someone
1: uh or yeah she's she's getting ready to go out for the for the night for the night yeah so
0: she gets ready and is this when she gets in the alleyway mm-hmm. this feels yeah. right like i feel like she like just leaves her apartment and goes in the other way, mm-hmm. and then two yeah two men who are supposedly a part of the government. Like that was my impression.
1: Yes, uh, I think they called them called them uh finger men, finger men, Yeah, yeah. One of Prothero. No, not Prothero. It's uh, yeah, it's Prothero. Uh, Philip, I think it's Philip Prothero or something like that. But it's Prothero. Yeah, hit one of his fingers. Yeah, yeah. They're um, they're like they're like the Gestapo. Right. Essentially.
0: Yeah. Doesn't he have like five different, uh, like departments, more or less? Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. That's why they call them fingers. Yeah. Um, they stop stopper basically say you shouldn't be up, ask her if you, and they want to take advantage of the moment and they, mm-hmm. they get a little rapey. And yep. Get a little rapey. For they get sure. a little rapey. Uh, spoil, like, what is it? Spoil the child, spare the rod, something like that. It's quoted yeah. right before, uh, V shows up. Yeah. And he goes through his, he goes through his uh
1: speech, right? No, he does yes.
0: the, he does the V speech after they're um, Correct. Yeah, up. he
1: Yeah, he beats him up and he, saves her from beats him up, her saves
0: her, and he goes through a whole speech with several like adjectives and nouns of with the first letter V. <laughs>
1: yeah, the entire <laughs> speech is yes. v. 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 words. Yes. And it's Pretty long. It
0: is. And yeah. vivacious, voracious, uh, something of villainy is like the last couple yeah. words of
1: it. I and remember that. And I guess the, to give everyone listening a little bit of context as we get into the story, like, like I said, it's about a st- dystopian future with um, essentially what seems like a superhero or an, or an anti-hero in right. a Guy Fox mask that's trying to... Stop this fascist government that's taken over England
0: or it, um, stop it slash expose it
1: yeah, expose yeah. it, you know uh, to yeah, yeah, expose it to basically yeah make it no more
0: so yeah, she meets v uh I don't remember if he takes her at that point or if it's later
1: no it it's later, so um, he introduces himself, goes through the little v. Um, thing and and then he says, "I'd like to show you something," because right and take and takes her onto the roof of the building that they're standing next to, and you start to they go to the roof. There
0: are several speakers in the street for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. I guess, for like announcements.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's very (laughs) like if people ever imagine Um, what a future, I mean, a dystopian future looks like, where the government's control of everything and just like Nazi Germany and some other He's places exactly like, like that. Yep. Yeah, literally, like there's, like you said, there's uh, announce, announcer speakers in the streets for barking orders and telling people about curfews and yep, all that. Uh, they go to the roof and then you start to hear the 1812 Overture
0: play. Yeah. over the which speakers. Is of, yeah, which is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and it's it's so right good. at the right at the climax of the song. Um, yep, and then as soon as it happens in my head. I see fireworks, but also was there an explosion?
1: Yes, there was. He blows up a building, which I can't remember the name of the building. They say they mentioned it in the the newscast. Yes, and they were but trying he... to be like,
0: "Oh yeah, we were just trying to
1: do a demolition of that late at night. Yeah, he had fireworks to send it off. Blah blah blah. Right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, he blew it up, and it included fireworks inside the explosion. Yeah. Yes. And like, so like I said before. There is just a little bit of cheese when it comes to this movie towards the beginning, because in those fireworks, there's one of the fireworks makes a V. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's just like there are a few little things in the movie. I'm like, uh, it kind of just just distracts from what is otherwise like I feel like pretty serious subject matter. But right. Yeah. Right. Anyway. And there's not much comedy or anything like that in this movie. No. It's pretty. It's pretty action drama.
0: I should point out that this was this directed by the Wachowskis.
1: Oh, was it? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, I think it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is like. Yeah.
0: I want to say this was their first big thing after the Matrix trilogy. It's among my my favorites from them.
1: I I like V for Vendetta. I, yeah. I thought it was a cool action movie. Uh, I like the aesthetic. I liked all the actors. And, you know, it's all good to me. Yeah. Anyway, um, I so, even think I could deal with Natalie Portman's fake British accent. <laughs>
2: <It's> like,
1: <laughs> I mean, why? don't like it. <laughs> you know, if this movie came out today with all the, uh, um, I, don't know, I hate I hate using this word anyway, but with all the wokeness, people yes. would be in an uproar. It was like, why didn't you just cast an English actress? Because there's Engl- English actors throughout the rest of the movie, but for the female lead, why would not you put Natalie Portman uh, in
2: there? Natalie Portman.
1: And then yeah. an Australian <laughs> um, what's his face as V oh yeah Hugo Weaving yeah Hugo Weaving yeah yeah but he can pull it off like yeah. easy <laughs> like he's got a legit accent but no anyway, anyway. Um, yeah fireworks go off uh, building explodes and then where are we uh, it's the next morning right or actually after I think the building
0: explodes doesn't it immediately cut to the room where Brothero yes. addresses all yep. of his fingermen yep and he is asking like each angle, like more or less, like how did this slip through the cracks? Like why yeah. this happened?
1: And the people at the table that he's talking to, he's on the giant screen, yeah, because he's kept kept like in hiding, essentially, which is great for-
0: because he, like him as an actor, he was in the movie 1984,
1: yeah. Like this is <laughs> this yeah. like
0: exact kind of look of it too.
1: Um, um It's the the guy that had the chest burster burst out of his chest in yep, Alien, yep. yeah,
0: yeah, William Hurt. Not yeah. But, wait, or John John Hurt. It's one of the yeah. It's one of the two. I always get them mixed up. He
1: uh, when he's speaking to the guys, it's like they have their like you said. It's kind of their, their own. There's a department. There's like a uh, the secret police head, Yes. and then there's a media head. There's a regular police head. You know, all at the table. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah, all all angles of government. Right, right.
0: Um, so he's talking to them, trying to figure it out, and the yep. chief inspector. Uh, he tasks him to figuring out what's going on mm-hmm. and the media angle. They want to make sure no one like realizes this wasn't planned. Right. Like it wasn't according to plan. Yep. Um, and then I think it's after this scene, back to Natalie. Cause I know we, that we end up at the news station where she works.
1: Well, yes. And the reason why is because during that meeting um, they found surveillance um, that pointed her out. Pointed her out? Yeah, got her face. And... and so then we cut to her and it doesn't show her like go back home or anything like that. She just, she's at work. She's suddenly at work. Yeah, and she works at the BBC or right. whatever the, whatever it is. is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And uh, I don't think anyone realizes that she was a part of that yet.
1: Nope, not yet. No, not yeah, yet. the, just, just the people in that the meeting and so they're it cuts to her at work and then it cuts to them the two police inspectors driving to the news station because Talking they have it, yeah yeah because they know they're gonna go pick her up and looking at her family history on their little work her um, family their car laptop which reveals her parents were activists during the, the activists, yeah yeah
0: which that's another thing to point out in this movie is like all the rich history of like right when the regime started and why everyone kind of bowed to it,
1: yeah. And her parents were against the whole thing, mm-hmm. yep. Because they like closed borders and yep. I mean, it, it it touches on this, and you you'll probably remember it as you get to it, but it the, does the, these little the fake virus, lessons, like yeah, the fake
0: scare virus there's a lot yeah. of things in this movie that like kind of yeah. touch on reality
1: I know that's why I was saying like we're people are worried, <laughs> we're heading towards this type of future yeah. and a lot of conspiracy theories surround around like COVID being fake and it's there was, all done to control people right there was COVID and even when this movie
0: came out there was a lot I remember being in the theater watching this I think it was like 2003 or 4
1: uh-huh. when it's it came old. out
0: and it felt I mean, nine eleven was only a couple of years before this. Yeah, and the idea, like, kind of, you know, kind of bothered me while I was watching it. Like, it for the movie, it served it pretty well. But the idea of destroying a building, you know, being meaningful, was kind of like, huh. I don't know how I feel about this because it's been so it's so close to right, right nine eleven. But I mean, there was a lot. There's a lot that this movie touches on in reality that's just yeah. kind of like, Ugh. yeah. Very close, very, very scary to think about. Anyway, right back to uh, the movie. Um, yeah, so Natalie Portman, a, yeah, is like an assistant to somebody. Yeah, and yeah she's, she's yeah. distributing it. Does she uh, find the boxes full of the Guy Fox masks?
1: No, not yet. She not yet. she doesn't. She's like, um, she is delivering them. Okay, and but she doesn't know what's in them until she do- drops them off to like. Uh, this ward room, wardrobe room or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the lady that she's dropping them off to goes like, I don't know what these are. Like, I wasn't expecting this. She goes, all right, let's see what it is. And they open the box and it's a Guy Fox mask. Right. With, with robes and stuff. And they're like, and Natalie Portman recognizes it. She's like, oh, what is this? <laughs> and she said, oh. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. we quickly cut um, back and forth between the cops talking a little bit about, like I said, Natalie Portman's parents and that they were activists. And at one point she was, and um, I couldn't tell
0: you when all the cuts, both of her parents
1: were taken by the government. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: like how uh, V shows up. um, I don't, I don't remember the first thing he does. I remember what ultimately happens is he ends up in the uh, studio.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: And he has a bomb strapped to his chest yeah. He has the remote and he's basically saying to like show this recording of himself, like right. broadcast this recording. Yeah. And he has jammed the door of
1: the broadcast room so that they would have to actually like cut through it. Isn't that yeah, right? So, yeah. Yeah. He, um, like, he trips, an, I think, an alarm that causes the building to evacuate. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, yeah, like I said, he slips in. Uh, he jams the door where I think he like fills like the jam or door or something like that with like this, this mechanism that stops it from opening. This guy is like, Hey, you can't be in here. And that's when he unfurls his cape and he's got a bomb strapped to his chest.
0: Yeah. And, uh, then he makes everyone put on his outfit, but you don't see that. You just see what's happening on the outside. Yep. And of course the broadcast talks about the 5th of November, Mm -hmm. what it meant um, and that like in one year, Mm -hmm. he's going to blow up parliament, right?
1: Is that what he said? Yes. Yeah. He lays out his grandmaster plan. He does. And kind of tells him why and all that. And um, the government is corrupt and yada, yada. Like he gives a speech essentially to rouse the public and tell the public, like, this is what's happening. And I am going to, send a message to the government that they can't stop me and they can't stop us because I'm telling them right now, one year from now, parliament is going to blow up. Yep. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's like the basis of the message is like, and to prove they're really not in control and you all are actually in control, like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Even when they know about it a year in advance. And uh, so he puts,
0: does he strap the bomb to anyone else? Or is it just, he just lays it out on a table?
1: Yeah, no, it's just like on the control panel of control panel, the right. broadcast room,
0: and uh, they the police
1: break in. Yep, where they think it's coming
0: from, where they think yeah. it's coming from, and then he managed to like cover everyone's uh, this one guy's mouth with tape and tied mm-hmm. his hands behind his back and like flung him into the crowd of the cops. And him and two other guys, like in this, like there was this thing where the cops didn't know who was who, and there were like three guy fox out there or something like that, right? And one of them couldn't speak, and he yep. was using this like cockney British accent, like like what are you doing or something like that, and then yeah, all of a sudden he pulls out his knives and
1: slices and dices all the cops out there. Yep, yep, slices and dices, slices and dices, yeah, which is. Uh, I mean these action scenes well, and it makes sense because it's uh, the Wachowskis all the fight scenes and everything and choreography in this are pretty good. Yeah. And yeah, they are he's, pretty good. And they kind of sell the impact like V is supposed to be a human just a human man but they kind of sell that he's uh, a little stronger than most. Yeah exactly. <laughs> like he's not to be trifled with like when he hits one of the cops like he sends him it's into like, the wall. Yeah. You know like <laughs> that type of thing which is just I mean it's just cool. But. Yeah it's just cool.
0: Um is Natalie Portman in this room while this is happening? Um, Or was she like knocked out somehow? Yeah, she was knocked out somehow. Um, I think like, because they uh, cut back to the cops watching the surveillance footage and it's like, why doesn't he leave her here? Yeah, he walks away and then he comes back and looks at her and then
1: he takes her with him. Yes. She, she got hit in the head or something like that by one of the cops. Um, Right. And the
0: cops are trying to discern whether she was with him or like what, like what's the relationship
1: and they Mm -hmm. could figure it out. But they, and to them, it was the surveillance from the building blowing up and she was there. And then in the TV studio, he rest, like takes her away from the studio. So to them, they're like, Oh yeah, she's in on it. Right. You know, she has protest parents who were taken by the government. Everything fits. Everything fits. Um,
0: And right after that, I mean, it shows the one guy defusing the bomb. Yeah. Very briefly. And then it, I think it cuts to Natalie in his place.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. She wakes up in the bedroom in his place. Does it have like the news on the TV? Uh, Yeah. They briefly showed that whenever they, while they were watching the surveillance of Natalie Portman knocked out and, and V. Right, taking her, um, that's on in the background, which is a news report of like them appre what they they said that they apprehended the the terrorist on the news. Yes, yeah. Um, which she they walks, of course did yeah. not.
0: She walks around V's place, which is full of uh, artifacts and mm-hmm. medieval armor slash things that uh you would no longer see in this kind of fascist society, like a jukebox,
1: yep. um, Art art all yeah. of that all of that history uh, uh very very much like um what's that one movie christian bale equilibrium oh man i only saw that like one time <laughs> what <forever ago>. yeah <laughs> really <laughs> yeah yeah i mean when you watch it again later it is a little like yeah <laughs> this isn't as good as i thought it was even though christian bale's great in it um but yeah in that future Gun every food. anything that can a uh, I mean, it's not for the same reasons, but anything that could show emotion or, or right. cause emotion inside of you has been outlawed. So people had secret rooms of artwork and all this stuff. All that, all that jazz. Yeah. Um, is V cooking? I think. You- uh, no,
0: not this time. No, he just kind of steps. Okay. Yeah,
1: he just steps into frame and introduces himself.
0: It must be um, next time.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it, it literally like cuts back to the cops for just a brief moment. Um, trying to make a connection between V and Natalie um, Evie Hammond um, and what's going on yeah trying to figure (laughs) out who could this be and then it cuts back to yes he's cooking you know some food for her okay and then it
0: shows his hands
1: and she sees his hands like gasps and he's like right and then he puts his gloves on yeah I'll bet you yeah Um, uh, he's wearing a he's wearing a I mean the guy has a guy fox mask on with a <laughs> with the with wig. His, uh yeah shoulder length black hair wig um and he wears all black you know head to toe but he has this like flowery um apron on while he's cooking there's dialogue that i just can't remember in the scene yeah. but i know they talk mm-hmm. and i think he gives her the option to stay but she chooses to leave uh yeah, she stays for a minute. She's like, he asks, do you want to watch until a... the finger yeah. men, like, will stop looking for her. Yeah, exactly. And, and he still
0: recommends that she doesn't leave, but she still, right. like, wants to.
1: Yeah, at this point. At this does. point.
0: Because she does go find uh, that guy she was supposed to meet the night of the very beginning of the movie. Uh, uh-huh.
1: Yes, but that's... It's a little bit later. There's a... Is it? A, yeah, there's the first... First of his. Oh,
0: he uses her to
1: get to the priest. No, not
0: yet. Not yet. Oh, what am I
1: missing? The first one is like the. Is it the the media guy? Yeah, oh. the TV host. Yeah. The voice of London. I can't remember the actor. The voice name. of London. Yeah. He, you know what I say it is. Godlessness. <laughs> yeah.
0: Godlessness. I can just see him doing it. Watching yeah. himself while he's in the shower. Exactly.
1: Like, yes. That yeah, whole so it, scene. Cuts, it cuts to this, and he's. You know they don't really introduce these people very much, but he's essentially like <laughs> what would Tucker Carlson man. be? Yes, exactly. Uh, for Fox News, like he's this dude just spewing things for you know, whatever prop- propaganda. He's Lots he's a propaga- propaganda. Yeah, he's the propaganda machine leg of of the whole thing. Yeah, Um,
0: he's in there, and then he hears a knock on the door. He opens the door, and is it immediately after he opens the door, is it right after he gets out of his shower. Uh, yeah, either he, shut, way.
1: he shuts the shower off and then he shuts the TV off because he was watching and his show. And he sees show. the reflection of yes. yeah, of, v, of v standing behind him, and he he gets scared. He slips on the ground in the wet shower. Oof. Yeah, and V kept, keeps calling him Major, and Major. he's like, "Why are you calling me that?" And he goes, "That was your or Commander." It's like that was your title once long yes. ago. And there's a brief flash of showing that TV right, yeah, guy in a uniform at a military installation It's like obsessing over how he looks in the uniform yeah mhm
0: like chest out anyway yep uh does it cut to the police arriving like at the scene of the like of his death
1: yeah that his... chief inspector yeah. he gets a phone call while he's in bed and i mean obviously alerting him to that um that guy has died and so then it cuts to them in the shower examining his body which has um, a rose next to it right and or not a rose it's a certain kind of flower yeah it's a certain kind of flower Uh sitting on uh, his on his body it is it, like a rose yeah, yeah yeah i just can't remember the name of it it's
0: red and yeah yes. it does have a specific name because that relates later to the yes. story um and the, i remember like his his body laying next to what looked like scrambled eggs
1: but it was supposed yeah, to be vomit. I it was, yeah i think it was vomit yeah. But it was just very specific looking, yeah. Very, and I, and my very head, like I'm white like, and gross.
0: What kind of moment is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was quite gross. It was gross. Um, yeah, so they they don't know what did they figure out how he died anyway.
1: That's yeah. neither here nor there, but so there's a it quickly jumps to um back to V okay. and Alan and Evie and Evie, uh, because. She wakes up to hearing some clanking noise because V is out um, sword fighting with this suit of armor in his living room while he's watching he, he's the watching Count, watching of Adam, Count of Monte Cristo. Yep, the yep. original. Um, yep, with uh, Edmund or not Edmund Dantes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the guy's name, the actor's name that plays him. But yeah, he's fighting it's, out there,
0: and they come out. And yeah, it's like it's my favorite film. She basically says she wants to watch it.
1: Yeah. But he's like, so casually. Yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah. Cause he's like, would you like to watch it with me? And and she goes, sure. (laughs) But then I, I think she, this is where she says, sure. But then I'm leaving afterward or something like that. Or, yeah. um, And then it cuts back to the police and the inspector and his, I guess, Sergeant or whoever they're discussing um, the guy who just died. um, Yeah. That he's the third richest man in all of England. And he got that way through some pharmaceutical company that he had a stake in right um just quickly it just gives you a little like Easter egg, you know uh, puts a, plants a little bug in the
0: a little um, bug in the uh,
1: yeah in the audience is here <laughs> to be like oh here's the sal- name of this ph- pharmaceutical company it's made this guy a lot of money and this he was, was just killed by v was that the company that came up with the cure for this uh, virus Yes.
0: Yeah, yes they like man made virus man made cure to create yeah, yeah. you know need yeah
1: of course we don't know um, what Any the of that? man-made yeah, that was all man-made yet but yeah
0: yeah. and they mentioned St. Mary's
1: several times
0: later I don't know if that comes up yet Um
1: yeah it's called the. it was called the St. Mary's virus was it? I thought that yeah. was the name of the place where they sent all the people no that's the name of the, the school okay uh, where some ki- children contracted it and that's where it like started right point of origin okay yeah yeah so it was called the St. Mary's virus gotcha yeah, or sort of, that's what they called it. Yeah. Um
0: after that, after Evie leaves is that when she goes to meet what's his face? Um he ha- he has that TV show. Yeah. Yes. So she goes there and isn't he a little confused that she's outside? Like she, oh. he doesn't know why she's there.
1: Well, she's not there yet. Not there yet. Yeah. Um What am I missing? It bounces back to them, fin- like, sitting to watch the movie, but then he turns on the TV to some news, and it's the news that that guy died. And okay. he kind of exposed that V admits that he killed him. Had a hand in it, yeah. Yeah, you
0: know, it was him. And then after that, does she use her to get to the priest guy? Nope, a little bit later,
1: the order of things is just all messy in my head because a yeah, lot it, happens. As I was gonna say, there is, it does get a little messy until you know, like uh, the big life change for her. That's a yeah, that's a great um, series of moments, yeah. Um, um, so she okay, so she talks, they talk at V's place because it does a little bouncing back and forth between the cops and, and V as the cops are trying to do their own investigation like why is this happening who is V what are his motives and Ev tells V a little bit about her past about her parents whenever yeah. the rep, the protests were happening when the government was shutting everything down she was just a child really um, crammed a lot into this movie thinking mm-hmm. about it now man. yeah there uh, are brief um scenes of exposition like you're right there's there's a lot there's a lot crammed into, i can't remember where, where she was kind of ex-
0: she was yeah. at his place this whole time yes she's been she hasn't left yet yeah. she hasn't left yet and the cops i know that i know that they like eventually meet a fake version of this guy from the past who it turns
1: out to be v i don't yeah, know what that's that yeah yeah that's much later much later okay yeah so during and, this time evie's been hanging out with v um because, it, you know, it wasn't safe. So there, some, time had to coo- some things had to cool off so that she could leave safely. Um, she tells him about her past, her parents, uh, how they were taken uh, by the government, how she was under the bed hiding when the government came to snatch up her parents. Right. Um, and then at the end of that conversation, she says, I would really like to leave. And he says, you know, as you wish. Um, but she... Stays a little bit, has some more conversation with them, and he convinces her to. That's this is when we're kind of leading up to the pre scene. He convinces her to help him with another mission. Okay. Because um, I know that that's the,
0: the pre scene is how she escapes him.
1: Yes, essentially, because she's you know in her head she still doesn't want anything bad to happen to people, right. and so she agrees to help him with this mission but only because she eventually reveals to the priest that um, somebody's coming to kill him. Right. All right. You think, think you pick up from the priest, from the scene? priest scene? Okay. okay. And the, <laughs> so they're in
0: this cathedral, and he, the priest is meeting with one of his you know, subordinates. I don't know. Yeah. And he's asking about the age of whoever they have waiting yeah, for him some in the room.
1: Yeah, waiting for him. And just...
0: He says that this one's a little older than your usual. I was like a little older, and then don't they stop walking because that was just too yeah. much for him to take, just hearing yeah. that. Um, and she's like, "Yes," but she looks quite young. He's like, "Well, all right then." And <laughs> they yeah. go into the room, and uh, you see Evie dressed up as like a, I guess I don't know,
1: like a Small, girl, like a little, yeah, like little doll, girl, like uh, exactly high yeah.
0: stockings with like a dress and whatever pigtails and I don't think Evie knows much about what she's supposed to do in this situation and because she still trusts the priest enough to tell him that this is all fake and what's his face is trying to do yes, something to her and he's like I like this game yeah he goes oh
1: confession I love confession game (laughs) and she's like no no like somebody's coming to kill you this is true yeah and A part of me is
0: like, why did she still trust him when like he was so uh, yeah. accepting of how she was dressed up
1: in the room, yeah. she was waiting for him alone in the room. I don't understand. like it, yeah, I think because she was still trying thinking like, uh, well, she doesn't want people to die i, like, I guess like she didn't she didn't really right. think
0: read between the lines of that situation like right time. anyway, that happens, Guy Fox, uh, not guy Fox v. Yeah, uh, <laughs> same guy. No, uh, yep. he shows up into the room, mm-hmm. uh, because she, like, the
1: priest gets pissed at her. Doesn't he hit her or she hits him? Yeah, yeah, she he starts to force himself on he's her like, because, he, you be. yeah, like, yeah, and then she hits him and he goes, You whore, you bitch. Yeah. And then V busts in and he goes, Oh my god, you weren't lying. And that's when V, v looks over at her and is like, What <laughs> you, you, be, you betrayed me and told <laughs> you, him, you did it. Yeah, <laughs> and she said, "I'm so sorry." And she she
0: runs. Yeah, she runs. But V would rather take care of the priest because he has the moment to do so yes. instead of go after her. Yeah. Um. So he does. He takes care of her, and I guess because she's dressed up the way she is, is that why she goes
1: to that guy's place? Uh, yes, uh,
0: because she feels yeah.
1: safe doing that. And the the priest, uh, V, you know, takes him out, and it cuts to like. And it's just another way to show that this type of fascist dystopian future, (laughs) it cuts to a van with some people listening Listening. in to uh, you're assuming everybody's conversations and they're listening and they hear the priest saying some words and V talking to them. Yeah, but then and they're like chuckling and laughing, like saying like. Oh, like listen to this juicy stuff! But then they hear him go, "Oh, please don't kill me!" And exactly, and then they call it in to the police. It's like they they've listened to this so many times; they're just
0: yep. used to it. Ugh. Anyway, um, she gets to that guy's place. Yep. Uh, I think I don't remember if she does change into new clothes.
1: I don't know from like where she got them, but she she shows up at his doorstep. Um, in in those in in those clothes but like when it cuts back to yeah then yeah she's in some civilian clothes civilian clothes yeah they're talking
0: there's dialogue exchange and they watch one of uh, the shows that he just created about Mm -hmm. Prothero and there's a lot of hilarious things that are going on like uh, V's like in the show V's there and he's doing these funny things to Prothero and then there's a a double you know the whole thing's great um yeah but clearly it's like you're gonna get in some serious trouble for this right because you, <laughs> you were making fun of the person who runs the
1: government with an iron right. fist
0: and they cut to a scene where he like he clenches a, a glass of milk so hard that it breaks right yes yep um because he's watching that show too and uh yeah then after that somehow they go down to the basement Mm-hmm. of his place and look at some of his
1: artifacts that are deemed like um, they're like banned because mm-hmm. uh, they but, they end up talking a little bit like she's like you know they're gonna you're gonna get in trouble or you're gonna get fired and he's like oh like what's the worst that would happen you know I'll have to pay a fine or whatever and then he says I'd like to show you something it, right he wants to show her this yeah. and like
0: he has the Koran down there and mm-hmm. some other things and she notices the like the BDSM pictures yep. on the wall
1: Yeah, kind of reveals that he's a gay man.
0: Exactly. And he's like, I can't tell anyone who I really am, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, it's Um, another aspect of that future where it shows like that's clearly like illegal. Right. But it also
0: shows Evie that like there's more to everything that meets the eye. Like there's more behind this veil of her life that she thinks is true. Right. And it's not just V who thinks these things more than just V thinks these things. Yeah. Other people. And I think before that she was incredibly naive
1: yeah Uh, to it and then the fingermen arrive yeah during that there's a back and forth while she's at his place um going through those scenes uh there's a little back and forth where the fingermen um arrived at the investigation of the priest's death so right now the regular investigators have been handling the police work but then there's the like secret police head that shows up and he's like since this is happening, you haven't been able to stop it. Uh, The chancellor wants my direct involvement and right um, anyway, but, and then there's a little bit of back and forth. So during all of this, and it's going to be hard for you to keep up with, but during all of this, there's a lot of scenes that cut to the inspector. What's that guy's Um, name? What's the guy's the, not the inspector, the
0: bald man that showed up. He's like second in command almost. Crap, I can't remember it.
1: Uh, I'm he, he's important.
0: Yeah, you pull up that movie.
1: <laughs> Before Vendetta. Let's see. Um, 2005, by the way.
0: 2005. It felt like... Um, I just remember thinking about it.
1: Yeah. Um, it. His name... Oh, yeah, Creedy. Mr. Creedy. Creedy. Yeah. Mr. Creedy. Um, the inspector... It's Inspector Finch, Finch. um, And Inspector Dominic. But So it bounces back and forth between... You get these little... Scenes peppered into the movie. Well, where, let me let me say first, like yeah. when the fingermen arrive, Evie hides under
0: the bed, like she did as a kid, right? Yeah. Or, when they when they arrive at
1: that, yeah, they take uh, where him, she was, yeah.
0: And then she manages to slip out
1: under the bed and
0: out the window, right?
1: Yes, correct. Yeah, she gets out of the bed, she jumps out the window, and, and then she thinks she's about to escape. Yeah. yeah, someone puts a bag over her head and takes her. over her head and takes her. Yeah.
0: Um. Before we talk about Finch it doesn't like the immediate, like the next scene immediately show the bag come off her head. Like it's just uh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's, she's under a investigation bright light. <laughs> yeah. Yep. people are talking to her, asking her questions about V, her involvement in the bombing of that building. And, uh, you know, how does she know yeah. him? All of these really penetrating questions. She doesn't yeah. have answers to. Right. Um, and she says she won't talk. And then that's kind of the beginning of their yeah. torture of her. And making her less human for it. Yeah. Now you said and, that it cuts back to the like Detective Finch or Inspector Finch. Yes. Yeah.
1: So kind of throughout the whole movie. That's what I was saying. Like I don't think you'll be able to remember all the times. I, I remember of, like kind of wh- where they go and who they
0: talk to. Yeah. Uh, and how much trouble they have finding any records of such and such. Right. Um. They talk to that woman who is in charge at the wasn't St. Mary's. It was at Lark, uh, Lark Hill. Lark Hill. That's it. Yes. Where they're taking people. Is, is that where they're like testing the antibiotic or like the antidote yeah. to the antivirus to the virus or something? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because the police are starting to put it like, you know, it started with the trail that said that this guy made a bunch of money from this pharmaceutical company. And then the next person that was dead also made a bunch of money from it. And then the next one also did. Right. And then they said that the pharmaceutical company had a facility at Lark Hill that was shut down, you know, whatever, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. So then they're like, OK, well, what happened at Lark Hill? And, um, you know, all of that starts to get peppered through. And there is, you know, a, sh- she doesn't this kind of there's a few things that happens before she's captured because she stays at that guy's house for what probably seems like a few days at least. OK, so he. V visits that doctor lady who was in charge of... Oh, that happens of, before? Yeah, before she gets grabbed. Okay. Yeah. But, honestly, the timeline doesn't really matter in this case. Right. Uh, while, while V is um, there to essentially kill her, and he's going to do it peacefully, I guess he shows her a little bit more mercy. She's in her bed in her home. She starts to give us a little bit of background, and there's a flashback to what happened at Lark Hill because she tries to, like... Essentially, tell V like repent for her sins more or less. Yeah, she, you know she thought what they were doing was for the better. They were trying to find a cure. They thought they were doing the right thing. Yeah. Um. And he still and kills her. Yes. Yeah. Because she she talks about the experiments they were conducting, the medical research, and that one day there was this inmate who um couldn't take it anymore, who managed to escape and set fire to the building, and that's. You know, yeah, that's V Who were led to believe is yeah V. v. Yeah, because he
0: was in the fifth room. Yeah, like
1: yeah, um, um number five. Yeah. So uh, then, yeah, uh, that all happens, and the police go and find her, find her dead. Now they're like, okay, well, something's happening. Someone has a motive to take these people out. They were all involved with Lark Hill. They were all involved with the Spartan Pharmaceutical Company. They're starting to piece it together a little bit by little bit. Um, but anyway. So she's dead. <laughs> yeah she's dead and um, she's captured the inspectors are they kind of like at a dead end at that point when they uh, when... yeah kind of they haven't they haven't hit much else you know no there's no one else that was kind of on the list I guess right now and so no yeah. one else had died so yeah Evie gets captured she gets immediately captured. interrogated and says all you have to do to this get is... out of here is give up V yeah and there's a Big montage that shows all the stuff that she
0: goes through. Her head's shaved. Yep. Um, she keeps being thrown into this cell. Yep. And given shitty food, and yep. rats everywhere. Yeah, uh, and being,
1: to- being tortured. I guess being
0: pulled. we're we're led to believe that like weeks pass during mm-hmm. this time, possibly yeah. months. Yeah. Um, she's in there and. I'm not sure if she hears a voice or something. I don't remember what leads
1: her to the crack in the wall. I think she hears like the like a scuffle, a scuffle, um, you know, and it, like something shifting in there. And it's yeah. and then she goes to reach in to find yeah, this she rolled up parchment,
0: rolled up parchment that tells the story of what's her face. Mm-hmm. It starts with the letter V. <laughs> her name, yeah, I uh,
1: it's like Valentine or Valerie, Valerie, Valerie. Mm-hmm. right? And she. Um, you know, she she believes that this is being passed to her by her cellmate, by you know, Valerie. Her, yeah. her cell neighbor. Yeah. Yes. Who is Valerie? That's who she is thinking
0: she is. Right. And she tells her her life story more or less um, as a kid uh, at school. Mm-hmm. She knew she was different. She lived, She was at like a all girls school. Right. And she mm-hmm. met this girl Yep, and she had feelings for, you know a few things happen between them, but ultimately like she ends up having to leave and the little girl, added, yeah, like nothing happens between them. I don't, I don't remember exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, cuts to like her middle midlife
1: mm-hmm. as she, she, like a yeah, teenager. She ex- yeah. She explains that she comes out to her parents who were furious. Right.
0: Exactly. And, um, uh, so
1: she ran away.
0: She runs away. And this is when she becomes a filmmaker. I think um, she makes her first film. And it's with her fiancé.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Wife. Or I'm not yeah. sure if they did get married or if they were able to. But um, she's with her life partner. And they make this film together. She describes the film and mm-hmm. all the things about it. And the flowers that were in the film. Because that's uh, significant.
1: Yeah. And that she started growing, up, growing them at her home. At her home.
0: And, and that's when
1: they talk about how she was starting to get scared because of all the things
0: that were happening on TV. Mm hmm. That right. the, this is during the government crackdown with the change in regime. Change in regime. And then eventually, yep. like, isn't her wife taken
1: first? But yeah.
0: not, not even at home. She just disappears. Yeah, exactly.
1: She said, like, she was taken while she was out um, shopping for groceries. And then. Yeah. And then she's she, just sitting at home waiting for them
0: to come for her, too.
1: Yeah. Because she knew there was. Because no, there's no show, reason without her. Like, you know. Right. They show the clips on the <laughs> TV of, like, they're cracking down on. You know, they were going and abducting people for every crime that you know being committed, including homosexuality and all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah. Um, and then she describes
0: how they tried to break her, doing mm-hmm. the same kind of thing to her that they did to Natalie Portman's character. Yep. And, and the- she, she talks about all the things that she wanted. Like it's kind of like a, a way to like make Natalie feel empowered. What uh, she was mm-hmm. saying. I don't remember all of the words in the dialogue, but eventually Natalie feels stronger for it after she read the mm-hmm. story.
1: Yeah. Cause she's essentially so they'd rather die than give up what made yes, her herself. That's, and,
0: the guy opens the door and he's like, are you ready to talk? And that's exactly yeah. what she says. And then he's and like, she, all
1: right, you're free. <laughs> they, don't, they don't explicitly show it or say it, but during the flashback showing Lark Hill, that the doctor was describing what happened at Lark Hill and the, the medical experiments, right? She's they there. show Valerie in that flashback, and then Valerie during her As story A dead body us, at one point. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They show her at that facility, and I did, eventually I did like that. A Dead body.
0: Yeah, because they don't even mention her in the other flashbacks.
1: No, they don't. But now you know that there's some connection here. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, the guy says, "Well, now you're free," and then he yeah, walks yeah, away, you're totally free of fear. And Natalie Portman is just what? she just she kind of stands up and walks towards the door which is wide open because yep because he left it open and she looks down the hall and she sees what looks like a soldier standing there Yep. and he's not not moving or anything so she looks down the other way and she looks back and she kind of slowly starts walking towards him yep because something seems off and the closer she gets she realizes it's not a real person some kind of mannequin right with the gun in his hands and She's some things are starting to you know click as yep. she keeps walking and she realizes she's in V's
1: home. Yep, she wasn't actually detained, correct? She was been at V's place the whole time. And uh, I want to say when V's in
0: frame, it looks like he's kind of putting his like costume back on, yeah, like he was dressed as that guy, and she's like, None of this
1: was. Real like she kind of like
0: doesn't say full sentences because she's just so upset. She's yeah, I was gonna
1: say she essentially has a panic attack. Yeah, she does. Can't breathe. breathe.
0: Yeah, breaking uh,
1: down, realizes she was just tortured for nothing and that this person that she trusted did it and Yeah. And this is why she was hired for this film. (laughs) uh, I, I was gonna say like I, I get it. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, like, we want this caliber of actress. I'm sure they could have found an English actress that could have but, pulled it off. But still, it's like, I mean, Natalie Portman's pretty great. Yeah, so. she was great. And, <laughs> and she's very convincing. And they wanted uh, to appeal to a certain
0: demographic of yeah. people. And they wanted them to come see the movie. And
1: it worked. Yeah. Um, so so she breaks down in V's arms. She's like, like I need air.
0: And then mm-hmm. V says, we'll go to the roof. And they yeah. go to the roof. And it's raining. And yep. there's a, this phrase in the parchment. That god is in the rain yeah she says that out loud and she like loves the feeling of rain on her skin because she was yep. herself for however long
1: crying and yeah crying taking it all in kind of i think it's supposed to be like some sort of uh, symbolism of rebirth like exactly. she's a new she's
0: person. Tra- it's transformative yeah because um, when she that, was going.
1: i was gonna say when <laughs> she was uh when she was breaking down in v's place before they go to the roof like v is basically giving her a pep talk like now you're free. You know, nothing can harm you. Um, think about what they did to your parents. Think about this. Like, you know, we got to stop them. Essentially, like he's trying to build yeah. her back up because she's been torn to shreds. I I really appreciate how they approached this whole thing because they yeah. have
0: made it, you know, seem less than. Yeah. And I yeah, everything
1: about that whole sequence, they did very well. And I think that's part of what makes this movie work is yeah. because you could have just made it about V going through and slashing people up yeah, and slashing the people. And, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> really is, there's a lot more to it. And especially if you watch it now, like we talked about where it's towards reality, where you worry that this actually right. happened. It really, during that scene, it becomes less about V and more about Evie for yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. Like this whole movie is really more about Evie. So
0: right after that scene, she's basically has her bag and she's about to leave. Yes. Because she has no fear of anything. Like she just, Mm -hmm. she's like, I have no reason to stay. And uh, I don't remember. I think he said, like he pleads with her to
1: see him one more time before the fifth. Yeah. I think she
0: agrees. I don't really remember.
1: No, uh, I he doesn't say, like, he doesn't want her to go, but she says right. she has to go. She doesn't know where she's going to go, but like you said, she's like, that used to scare me, care. but yeah. now I don't. And now I'm not afraid, so she says, thank you for giving me that. And he lets her go, and then V, like, you know, breaks down crying. Yeah, because he I didn't think, want that. Like, yeah, I think he wanted Personally, that. he didn't want it. Yeah, he didn't want it. So then we cut to um, another meeting of the Fingermen. Yeah, which this one brother was like, <laughs>
0: he's like, yeah. Level nine.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, is he there by this point? They're approaching the 5th of November pretty quickly. Like, it's and only a couple months nothing away. Nothing has been resolved. They haven't found yep. B. And... They haven't found them. They don't know how it's going to happen. And uh, one of the guys tells a report. I think he's like the military leg says, like, there's this research report that says the most likely thing that he would try to do is an airborne attack. Right. And then he said there's one other report. Um, that it says maybe Inspector. it's from. Yeah, yeah, he says maybe it'll be from a train, even though all of the tunnels are sealed to Parliament. Yeah, um, and brother was like, "Who, who gave this report?
0: And who made this report? Yeah,
1: and who made this report?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> made this report? I can't do his voice. <laughs> I know <laughs> the inspector's like, "I did it," and he goes, "And do you have any evidence to support this?" And he's, "No, it's just a hunch." And yeah. And he yeah. makes, Prothero, the end of the scene, he, he makes one more proclamation where he says, like, I want it on every single TV station, radio show, blah, blah, blah. I want the whole entire nation to know that, be reminded why they need us, why they need the yeah. government. exactly. And then yeah. he, he
0: mentions how, like, Creedy, if you don't, like, do such and such, you will be, what did he
1: say? Not you yet. Creedy. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's one more meeting. One more meeting after that. that? Okay. Yeah. That's um, but <laughs> it does cut to an immediate like montage of news clips that people are watching, where it's basically bad news everywhere. They're like contamination zone, new disease found, riots yeah, increasing, Increasing fear across the map. yeah, yeah, exactly. They said that there's civil war in the Midwest in the U.S. Um, like all of this stuff, essentially another propaganda campaign to make everybody afraid of the outside world. Exactly.
0: Like I wonder if Fox News watched this. Anyway,
1: so um I'll I'll just try to set you up for this because it's another there's a,
0: there's a lot of montages in this sequence, right? Or
1: Yeah. And then there's Oh another, the Domino.
0: Okay, Domino's fault. Yeah. Not this is not yet. Not yet, but like <laughs> yeah. don't they meet don't they doesn't the chief inspector meet that guy?
1: Yes. So that's what I was gonna set you up for yeah. is the because the he's next the one scene. that
0: says like this is like sets up a bunch of things to happen.
1: Yeah, so there's a scene where the inspector and his other ins- other sergeant or whoever, um, right? You know, the other guy. They just dis- they discover there's like I I honestly can't remember why they notice this name, but there's there's some name in their contact list that he got an email from a while back or something like that that he thinks is um, the contact for uh, a witness. That yeah. has some information regarding an invest the, their investigation. So he reaches out to him and asks him to meet. And when they meet, the witness is so hilarious. The look of him, I'm like, yeah. how do you not? <laughs> <Yeah>. Because V <laughs> he like... obviously, like you see in the movie, he's covered head to toe. He was burnt, like right. head to toe, and, and toe. so he has this makeup on and this, this is wig, and... this uh, beard, yeah. wig hat. Yeah, and it, and like it is glasses. Hugo weaving totally. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and I was like, "That's absolutely him." I mean, you can't hide that from the audience. Yeah, yeah, no, you.
1: Yeah, it's definitely him. And but anyway, they they listen to his story. Yeah, they listen to his story, and he
0: describes how you can take a virus, blah blah, blah, scare them, uh, scare everyone into following this one regime. Um, that's how this guy rose to power. Yeah,
1: yeah, he he basically talks about
0: Prothero and how he got his position.
1: Yeah, and Prothero did it. By when he came when he became like prominent leader of the party that took over the nation, he yeah. started running experiments to create a super bioweapon. But rather than then he was given the advice of don't turn it on your enemies, turn it on your own people so yes. that you can, you know, assert overwhelming perfect control over your people. And that's what they did. They released the virus that only they had the cure for. Exactly. and, and watching the montage for this it was really gross because gross. <laughs> well, I say gross because it made you feel really gross. Cause it's not gross to watch. Like they don't show like dead bodies and all this stuff or they do, but it's not like, it's not gore, but I mean, it's gross because they show like news headlines. Yeah. And, and it's like, starts with 80 dead and then yeah. like 300. Yeah. And then it gets to 80,000. And after that's the last number they show before they're like, riots in the streets and you know then the government comes in to quell the riots and then a miracle cure comes out it, that's made by the government by that pharmaceutical company that they all made money off of but it was the 80,000 thing those like 80,000 and there were riots we just right. had the corona, coronavirus that we didn't blink an eye when we hit 80,000 <laughs> or when we've had over a million deaths from it and people right. just treat it like it's nothing that's what made it me be like oh, this is nasty. It
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> right? Any, it makes your skin but, crawl. Just is the, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah, yeah, But anyway, yeah, he explains, you know, what if I told you he basically was telling the inspectors that. What if I told you that this was how this all happened? And they said, Okay, we'll give us some evidence. And I think before the before he leaves, he's like, I'll reach out to you or something like that. I'll give you the evidence did he you give, need. Did, Was it the inspector that took the diary from the woman's house when she died? or Uh, Did he get the diary from him? I think so. I think he got it from her house because all he does when he's there is say, put a tail on Creedy, the head of the secret police arm of the Fingerman. He said, put a tail and surveillance on him. And when I'm convinced that you have um, been watching him 24-7, I'll reach back out to you. but he did that for a reason okay
0: i, I, I was just thinking is. like how did how would he know okay okay
1: yeah um
0: because uh doesn't b go to meet him he meets creed yes yeah yeah he t- basically says to creed you know who do you think brother was going to turn to to like uh like when things don't work out who's he going to turn to and blame it's gonna be yep. you creedie uh do you have the most power? He was trying to basically convince Creedy to take take over Prothero. Prothero.
1: Yeah, take him Yeah, out. because he has one more person on his list, and it is Prothero, but he doesn't know where Prothero is. He's kept underground for safekeeping. Right. But Creedy does. Yeah, Creedy knows. And V had them surveil Creedy. While this him, is going on. Yeah, to give credence to V's story when he's telling Creedy. He says, like you said, he was convincing him, like, Prothero already suspects that you're going to go for a power, power grab. That's yeah. why he already has you under surveillance. And he's like, look at the camera behind you. And um, that's when Greedy, you know, bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gives him a chalk, a piece of chalk and says, if when you decide to, that you're going to do this, you're going to yeah. hold up your put end of a the bargain, put an X on your front door. X, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: So all that happens, and... I swear there's got to be a montage after this.
1: Um, Not yet. It cuts back quickly to Evie back at V's place because she still hasn't officially left yet. Oh. um, Or no, no. Yeah, you're, she did leave, but it cuts back to her. She's gone she, back to his place. A... Yeah, she's watching um, Count of Monte Cristo. Okay. So she left, but she they left. don't show her come back. This is just, she's just back at his place. I don't remember that. Like, I remember yeah. she does talk to him again, but I don't. I
0: don't remember that
1: specifically. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, um, and then what happens right after that, this is like two really quick scenes, shows her just back at his place. So clearly she's come back. Like she hasn't decided, I guess, where she wants to go. Um, but then it shows the inspector get a call that says the contact name that they met with is dead. It's not a real person. Right. And then he gets, and pissed, he, he off. gets pissed because he's yeah. like, oh, we just got played. Right. Yeah. And then Right after that, um, it cuts back to Evie walking outside, catching a girl spray painting Yes, a V on a sign. Yeah, doesn't she go to, like... No, that's...
0: Never mind. She mentions yeah, that, going to a grocery store. She tells him that story and how her friend doesn't recognize her. Yeah. Um, Even though she, like, picked up her name tag and gave it back to her or something, her
1: yeah. badge. But then... Um, right after that little scene, this is the final meeting of the Fingerman. And this is where he goes crazy. Yeah, because he's like, it's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Like, and nothing has happened. And he says, "Creedy, I'm holding you personally responsible for everything that happens. And that's when Creedy's like, well, shit, I don't have any choice. Yes. Um, And you're correct. There's one. This is like the next montage. Damn
0: montage! So this
1: is the montage of V setting up his dominoes. His dominoes. He setting up because, his dominoes. His toys. <laughs> because the ins- the inspector narrates this montage because yes. he says this yes, inspector who thinks of what he thinks because going to happen. Yeah, he's like, like someone's going to do something dumb. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Like all of these things are falling into place, and what's going to happen is this is going to happen, and. Don't they like she's the a girl be, like this spray painted the wall? Yeah, because V sends sends out, this is in the montage, V sends out hundreds of thousands of guy fox masks, guy fox masks to the people. Right. Um, and the inspector's like getting all these calls at the office and they're like, there's going to be chaos. Um, you know, I went to Lark Hill and he's like, what if all of this was true and everything that's about to happen? Is falling into place, and there's nothing we can do about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And shows like the girl running yeah. away from a cop, or a fingerman yep. he shoots
0: her, and then a mob shows up to kill the more or less beat the fingerman to death. I think. Yep. And then because of that, there's like more curfews. There's like military coming into mm-hmm. the city. Right. They're starting. There's riots there's that go riots, on. Yeah. yeah. And people yep. have their like eyes glued to the TV because they're like waiting yep. uh, for like news of all this crap and. Yeah. And then it shows like more people opening boxes to the guy Fox masks and mm-hmm. and then and we cut to the night of.
1: Yeah, but just before that, Ooh. this is this is that scene you were talking about where Evie he's at she's at his place. He shows back up to his place, surprised to find her there. Okay. And that's when she says, like, you know, I went here, I went there, I tried to pick up the things of my old life. Uh, the per- the clerk at the store didn't even recognize me as the same person. Um, They like share a dance because she was she put music on the jukebox. And right. she says she realizes like, you know, I want to help you. And he agrees to let her and brings her along to show her what he has set up for yep. the evening. The, in, the sub- or the yep. in, yep. in the
0: subway. The train in that tunnel.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't I re-
0: Was it a subway like situation? Yeah, it's a subway. Yeah, it's okay. the underground. Um, and he has bombs, so much TNT, so and much, and <laughs> like <laughs> it's an entire
1: train, like stacked like from floor to ceiling with uh explosives. <laughs> it just reminds me of that quote from Speed.
0: I think, uh, the, like, gives enough C4 to blow a hole in the world, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this
2: Pop quiz, is... yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, it's just literally that, um, yeah, and it's, it's like bags of fertilizer, too, right? Yeah, off the train. Um, he shows her that, and basically yep. leaves it up to her to yes. pull the lever to make the train go. Yep. towards Parliament. He says, "This is the gift I leave you. This is for you to yep. decide." Um, um he, he didn't want it to be a selfish decision. He wanted uh, someone yes. else to make yeah, it. Yeah,
1: he said, "You can choose whether or not this actually happens." And then he goes to, I guess, greedy, and I can't remember. Like, he, greedy acts as if this is a. Uh, chosen meet oh yeah, that's right. Because yeah. they do he because Creedy's supposed to bring uh oh, the Chancellor.
0: Yeah, the Chancellor.
1: Um as his end of the bargain, and then um V's end of the bargain is to give Creedy V. Yeah. Um right. And during all of this, as he's arriving to meet Creedy and they have a little bit of exchange, there's this monologue of the Chancellor who's giving a TV broadcast saying, like, there's nothing to fear uh you know we're on the right path
0: and is that the mob, government
1: is good Blah the blah, blah. mob of
0: guy fox masks approaching parliament at this point
1: uh yeah they're like walking the streets because as they're showing each tv screen with this broadcast on all the seats in the homes are empty all the couches in the homes are empty you know all of the places where the it's on on the tv they're empty no one's watching because they're all in the streets they've all taken to the streets right
2: in the streets
1: so we're back um, with uh Creedy and V. And he
0: pulls the there's a, there's a guy just sitting there, mm-hmm. like tied, tied up, and he has a hood over himself. And then Creedy pulls the hood off and it's the chancel. And doesn't he yeah, doesn't he say disgusting <laughs> yeah. like, when he sees him? Yeah. Um and he's like, Please don't kill me. And yeah, uh, he's
1: begging, crying yeah, he's begging, for his crying. life. And, and V gives him like a little speech in his ear.
0: Right. Yep. And Creedy's the one to pull the trigger, isn't he? Yes. He's like now that that's over with, take off that mask. Yep. And he says, "No, you'll have to yeah. pry it off my face."
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's two guys like standing adjacent to V. Yeah. He yeah. closest to him. It's like a horseshoe shape of men. Yeah, yeah. But there's them. two that are really close, and so Creedy says, "Like take him," and V proceeds to. The- Beat the shit out of them. yeah. Beats the shit out of those two guys
0: and, <laughs> and then, scares like, everybody else. He's yeah. like, "What's to stop us from killing you right here?" And he's like, "I'll kill all of you before you like one of your bullets." Yeah, like, yeah,
1: is chambered. Basically, is what he says. Yeah, yeah. He, he and basically he, says he like, does. "I." <laughs> uh, yeah, he says like, "You won't be able to keep kill me, and like I'll kill all of you before I hit the ground or something like that." Yeah,
0: before one and, of you
1: even. But it's around here. Yeah, right. Close your weapons. Anyway, they all shoot him. Yes. And then he's... Does he say my turn? I think he does. Yeah, because like... And they light him up, too. Like, automatic weapons empty their entire magazines. You do see some blood sprays, but for the most part, I think they've already kind of revealed that his mask is bulletproof. His clothes are pretty much his chest and all that are bulletproof.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And right after that, all of their, like... He gets to each individual, slices them up, and it shows how they're all like surprised and they're they're trying to reload their weapons. And this is all in slow mo, yes. like bullet time. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's going across one line of men while throwing knives at the other side, like behind him.
1: Yeah, essentially, he throws like two throws and kills two. a couple of them. Then yep. yeah, he's and going man to man, guy
0: at another guy, and so on. And Creedy is just like baffled and right. He finally does, like, doesn't he load his six shooter? Right. And he kills all of his men right before he gets to Creedy. Doesn't Creedy shoot him once or like a couple times? He's like, why would you die? Yeah. I think he gets a shot off. Yeah. Right. And that's when V says that line about how ID is bulletproof. um, Yeah. And kills Creedy. And then it cut back to the train. Is the inspector there at this point,
1: or does he arrive after no he's not um, there I don't think yeah he is. not not just yet because it did show the inspector really early on him and his partner went down into the tunnels right and his partner's like we've searched these we've been searching these tunnels for months like and we haven't found anything what makes these things any different he's like, just humor me or whatever right
0: uh, V reaches Evie
1: yes, he makes it back to the train
0: and he basically falls over. Yeah, he's dying. He's dying. And uh, Evie, they share some dialogue. I don't remember exactly what they said, but she puts his body in the train surrounded by all those flowers. Yes. And that's when she has her hand on the handle and the inspector says, stop. Yep, stop right there. And she more or less, she says some things to him and he just lowers his gun and she pulls the lever.
1: (laughs) Yep and then the train is off yep inspector lets her do it because i think during all of this as they don't really so evie we assume is maybe in her 20s early 30s right and so you assume maybe what happened is 20 years ago because i don't think they really put a timeline on it um you know the when the fall of the government and the new regime came into place but i think you get the impression that some of the people have only been around for so long or they've they've been in this situation for so long with this government for so long that they kind of just accept it uh, and they're okay with it. Or some people truly believe everything that the government says. And as the inspector starts to uncover the truth, and I think this is, a, I mean, it's a trope used in a lot of movies like this, but he he starts to get convinced that what B is doing and that the government truly is wrong. And he found out the truth about Lark Hill. So he eventually sw- switches his persuasion to being like, yeah, I'm. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with Parliament being blown up because I the government needs to end. Yes, yeah. and then she says, "Do you like music?" And they go to
0: the roof of right. uh, the building that V was in, and they watch Parliament explode. And there's a little monologue that uh, she uh, he says, "Who was who was he?" Right, and then she says, It's "An idea." He was uh, he was me or he was you. And yeah.
1: Uh, exactly. He's all of us. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it shows parliament exploding and everybody that was in the crowd that Takes had the, their masks. Yeah. The Guy Foss mask, you know, and watching. And some of them it, are dead. Just, <laughs> <so> yeah. <laughs> because um, as they, I guess we forgot to mention this, as they were approaching parliament, you know, they had guards stationed at parliament. And I think oh, yeah. they ended Tanks. up like shooting some of them and stuff, but then they stopped when it exploded. and um but it just, it was like, I think just to point out, like, you know, all the people yep. took to the streets. And, and 1812 plays again. Yes. That last part. Great movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. It was a struggle to get there, but because. Yeah, there is but a it's lot. Good. <laughs> there, it's just that it jumps. Like, if you went through, if we wanted to like strip this down, if you just went through and hit all the major scenes where like, B killed this person, then this person, this person, and then set a plan of motion to overthrow the government. That's yeah. kind of like all you'd have to say. Right. But yeah, in order exactly. to understand the why, oh. that's whenever you had to be a part of all the flashbacks and all that mm-hmm. other stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. well, man. <laughs> yeah, when I when I did see that this was the movie, I was like, Shh, shit. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot yeah. that happens in this movie. Like, I, I
1: thought I could get some of it, but... And Oof. it, it kind of happens, like, it'd be interesting to look at the timestamps, but it does kind of happen where it's almost in... There are pivot points in which, like you mentioned, there's just broad strokes of exposition and background that are given through narration and a quick Mm -hmm. montage just to set you up with the next section. And then you get another chunk of information, another third of the way through the movie, and then it sets you up for the end. Right. Um, And without those little tidbits, you wouldn't understand the why. And I don't know if I feel like that's weak storytelling or. There was just too much source <laughs> material that,
0: like, yeah, I've looked at parts of it because I knew it was based on. I'm not sure if it was a, gla- a graphic novel or the collection of all the comics, right? They turned into a graphic novel, yeah. Um, but I remember there's so much that they cover. I think I don't know if it's even close to the movie as far as
1: the story, right? Um, but that yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it looks. I think they. Yeah, I think they made it a collection. It ends up being like one large graphic no- novel. By Alan Moore. Right. Yeah. So, It'd be interesting to get into that. It would be. I would like to see how it... Because I liked the Watchmen. Movie. Yeah. Watchmen, I liked reading it. I liked the movie. That's a whole other... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I do remember when I after... Like I read it before I saw the movie and then I saw the movie and I was a little disappointed. And then I rewatched the movie later and I was trying
1: to ignore what i remembered from the book and it it was a little better than what i remember yeah for 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 almost for trying to accomplish almost a literal translation of a graphic novel into a movie Mm -hmm. format and keeping it in a movie format because obviously it would have been way longer if they did it page by page but the biggest thing you can flip through that graphic novel as you're watching it and look at some of the art and be like that's was yep. Just slid straight onto the screen. Yep. It was just which, the ending that was the oh almost, yeah, yeah almost entirely
0: different. But it's just, yeah it's, yeah. it's I, pretty
1: pretty impressive. I don't really like yeah. Zach Snyder at all, but in that <laughs> case, pretty good. Yeah, anywhizle.
0: <laughs> yeah, be for Those
1: vendetta. Be for vendetta. So I'll, I'll be interested to see how much how uh much clarity you get when you go to rewatch it. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> and it is a good one. I haven't I hadn't watched it in a while. And so, yeah, I did put it on last week just to kind of give myself a refresher. I just put it on in the background while I was doing something else. And it's like, yeah, no, this is actually a pretty cool movie. Like, I yeah. still like it. It's it's
0: mainly the connective tissue of the movie that it was hard to remember. All the scenes, and how they're
1: brought together. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, um, I could see that. But we, we generally
0: try and watch this movie every November. <laughs> That's why oh, I really? was like, yeah, I was like, I can't oh, believe I don't remember this yeah, very you gotta well. gotta remember to
1: remember the 5th <laughs> of November.
0: Yes. Gunpowder's treasonous plot. Yes. I see no reason for the gunpowder treason to ever be forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to go watch it.
1: Yeah. And, go on. Uh, okay. Well, you're going to go watch it. And even though this isn't going to air in November, just enjoy this.
0: Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever
1: be forgot. Okay, we're back. Um, Jeff, you went and watched V for Medetta. I did not go, so I started a refresher before we, you know, recorded this, but I didn't make it through the entire movie. (laughs) Because, like I said, I put it on like the background, so I didn't glean every detail just enough to keep you going through the, the first half. So. What did you notice that you messed oh, up on? I noticed several things. There were several things I messed up. Okay, uh, what are they okay. What are they? First first
0: one for sure is we kept referring to uh Chancellor Settler's character as Prothero. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. We kept calling him yeah, Prothero like Which is funny because like when we came to talking about Prothero, we were like, What is his name? I don't remember his name. Like we couldn't yeah, think yeah, of his yeah. name. It's just like the news guy. <laughs> so Prothero. Yeah, Prothero. Yeah. He's the propagandist. Yes. Yeah. Uh the
0: second thing is uh, Wachowski's did not direct it. No. It was a guy named James McTeague.
1: Okay. And so then they they just produced it? They produced it and wrote the screenplay for it. Yeah. Um, I just remember at the end of the movie, and I didn't pay attention to what it said in the credit. It just was like at the end of the movie, um when the credits like slam onto the screen with the music. Yeah. It's like the Wachowski's popped up on there so Um, so clearly they were like trying to lead with like hey oh yeah yeah, you went to go see the movie so yeah yeah sure Um, they had a heavy hand oh i'm sure that they just like just
0: made him do whatever they wanted yeah the director i'm not sure why they didn't just direct
1: it 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 doesn't make sense because i don't know if you watch it like it's a wachowski brother it kind of looks like it so yeah I, I don't know yeah. the the director.
0: I think this was the first thing he directed. Actually, that's pretty big big break. He though. was a first unit director in several things that uh, before that. But yeah, oh, okay. this was his first major director. Like he, he's the director. He, yeah, he worked on the
1: Matrix and Matrix oh. Reloaded, and Relo- Revolutions. So they're um, like, "Hey, we like this guy, right? He's got our style, right? 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 Direct this movie for
0: us." uh we've referred to um the fingerman and i think we talked about how you know there were five department heads uh uh-huh. and uh the fingerman had to do with the fact that the creedy was the hand it was supposed to be body parts you know there was one that was the eyes one that was the ears and one that was the nose and then the hands and then there was something else i i was reading about it online. They don't explicitly talk about it during the movie, but Fingerman, well, I mean, or because it's Creedy's Fingerman. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, fingers. I remember
1: they referred to the Hench, like the Gestapo type police, as Fingerman. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think we, yeah, I, the I secret guess we just thought that yeah. all of the heads, like right. all, all of the, the government people, those are the three main things I can remember
0: off the top of my head uh, that I got wrong. This movie yeah. had so many narr- like narrations, like narrative plots yes.
1: going on. Yeah, after, so many. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't remember it being like that, but it is one of those movies. And I don't know if sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I know it's always uh, called out as a, you know, what is that YouTube series? Cinema Sins? Yeah, yeah. I know it's always called out as a sin when it's just like narration, narration, more narration. (laughs) That's (laughs) kind of how this was like all of the exposition of this movie, which I mean, there's a lot of information to give, a lot of background, so that the audience feels like actually immersed in this future. But uh, yeah, it's just like I'm going to narrate everything that you need to know real quick. Yeah the the fact that the story is told from
0: the uh, EV's point of view, V's point of view, Inspector. Like the chief inspector's mm, point of view, yeah. they go back and talk about uh, what is it, Diane Sut- Sutton or like she's the one that changed her name. She's the one that felt bad e- about everything, and he kills e- her. Yes, they do yeah. a whole flashback with her.
1: Uh, yep. Valerie, she tells a story. You know, yeah, yeah.
0: Valerie tells a story. Uh, yeah. there are just several.
1: There's <laughs> a lot. I mean, it works. I was gonna say. Maybe it works because it is so many different people doing it, so really it's not, like, one main character. It's like, these are all characters intertwined in this story, and here's all their perspectives. It's one of those things where, I guess, you have to sacrifice
0: something for that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, Evie's character doesn't develop really until she's captured by V. Right. So, you know.
1: Yeah. Whatever. It's... Yeah. Uh, There's some... (laughs) who else does this oh yeah yeah everyone is now calling out christopher nolan for it (laughs) like what for doing that yeah yeah because there's a thing like if you look it up online it's it's out there people call out christopher nolan's movies because when you go back and you analyze them like it happened they explain everything to you like there's no mystery left to the oh yeah so they tell you everything um, that's about to happen, what's going on. Like, this is how the science of this works. And this is what oh, we're going to go do. And it's very long. Holding the audience's hands. Yes, some exactly. Some of it, yeah. And I get it because I feel like if he was developing those movies that all have to deal with some sort of aspect of time, he probably feels like this is going to fly over everybody's heads if I don't give them something and they're going to hate the movie. Type <laughs> thing. I feel like that and really, I, really yeah. started with Inception. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's no, yeah. that's good for Nolan. But yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, other than the narrating and all that jazz, like I, I don't have a lot of critiques of it now, I, you know, rewatching it even though it was on in the background, it did seem not as cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I thought it was really cool when I first watched it. Um, and maybe I was just more impressionable, but there's not as much action as I thought no yeah no. there's like he beats up the cops at the the tv station yeah and then he doesn't really do any other fighting until oh yeah he beats beats up the fingerman the fingermen at the
0: beginning then the, cops. then the cops
1: at the tv station and then the very end the guys that were holding them at gunpoint right. otherwise he has the upper hand and is taking out essentially civilians um at every other point in the movie so there's not a lot of I thought there was more action in my head, but it's really not. Yeah. There's not much. And the thing, yeah. when I first
0: saw this, there was one thing that annoyed me that they did. And the, the tips of the knives having that ghost effect, that trail, whenever you move the knives. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Cause uh-huh. I think like you mentioned that final scene, I think it's supposed to be like, cause they always showed it in slow motion. Yeah. You know, it's post uh matrix. So I think that was supposed exactly to be like knife bullet time. I know. And I had, so so cheesy to me. So yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah.
0: why would they do that? She and knives and bullet
1: slow motion don't look that cool anyway because yeah. you see there is no motion blur. Like with the bullets, you'd never see a bullet in slow motion. A knife, if it's if you're throwing it slow enough, like you can picture it. I think your brain picks up on it. It's not just a total blur when it's flying through the air. So then when you do see it in slow motion without any motion blur. It doesn't look. It looks a little hokey. I just, I thought, it just felt like they were
0: copying their old stuff when I was watching yeah. it. I was like, come on, let's capitalize off of this yep. excitement around Bullet Time. Yep. And yeah. There, there was a moment or two when uh, Hugh Weaving, I think when he was the guy that they found.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. William something. Something like that. W. W. Or M. Williams or something. I can't remember the name of the right. The the fake contact. He made anyway. Yeah. But his accent did not sound British. It just sounded like uh, Mr. Like Mr. Smith or Agent Smith. Yes. You know. Yep. I, was... I I did notice that too because early on with when he first is introduced to EV and goes through his V speech and then when he's um, addressing people through that recording on the emergency broadcast, like that all sounded different than like you said, whenever he was that character. And I think at some other point, uh,
0: he, he gives another When he like, was speaking...
1: uh, with Evie uh, and
0: she was imprisoned and he was playing one of the guards. Oh yes.
1: Yeah. When he wasn't V. Yeah. He lost some of his like, yeah, his accent and, and like the intensity I mean, that of was his voice. On purpose. It was just the yeah. fact that I, all I could hear was, like
0: Agent Smith for that one scene, like even yeah. the way he talked kind of sounded like Agent Smith. Agent that's, Smith just, and, uh, that's nitpicking a little bit, but still,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I like the movie. Yeah, I
0: just it's I just know.
1: yeah, it's not as cool as I remember it being. Uh, but I do the thing I really like about the movie is that I I kind of like these, uh, even though they're kind of scary. The further from reality they are, the less scary they are. The closer, you know. Are oh, yeah, I need, yeah, we need to talk about that. Yeah, the dystopian future type movies are always interesting if they're well done, and I like the political thriller part of it, yes, yeah, and what you pointed out about like Rona.
0: Okay, so if I was gonna pick between what I said earlier, it's definitely more like the coronavirus for sure than Uh anything else, like everything in the movie totally represents right. what we've gone through in the past like three years
1: yeah so it was
0: uh, watching it you're like eh. oh yeah. yeah yeah you're just like oh. but like to go back to what i said um about like the twin towers and you know the terrorist attack right right, right. in 9 11 uh there was that that scene when uh that guy mentions you know the best way to attack this building is from the air and you know everything that v said about right um it being a symbol and whatever you you know you idolize becomes a symbol and provides meaning to everyone and then i mentioned this to chrissy and um what'd she say she <laughs> she said oh it also reminds me of uh, dark knight rises when <laughs> the bane says you don't care about me until i put on the mask i mean it has nothing to do with what we're talking about but she just no it's like trying to add to what else it's
1: like yeah yeah uh, no yeah It's I think that's why it does hit like when you watch it, plus the acting. I mean, we already mentioned it, but like Natalie Portman and and the inspector and stuff like that. Everyone else isn't. I don't feel like their roles were large enough and they had enough opportunity to be like, oh, man, that character or what they just said is really impactful. But the acting is good enough where you do feel like it would suck to live in this future and look what happened and how easy it is for a government to take control of its people potentially. I think that and was the, the conspiracy the main, theory everyone yeah. was scared of. That know? was the main thing about the
0: movie was how it sh- it showed how this could happen and how it would, or like how yeah. they could happen, yeah. Know? But this take place, and then *Handmaid's Tale* later kind
1: of showed yeah. more in detail. But I then feel it like, also showed like if it's exposed, you know, would the people band right. together? You know, yeah, would, would they, they listen? Would they listen? Yeah. While I was
0: watching it, I feel like this would have been better served as a limited series or something like that. Just a couple episodes.
1: Yeah, because it would have made. Well, I would have loved for V's character to just be more flushed out, because or fleshed out there. because he's portrayed in the movie for you know every every scene except for his, um, you know, revealing his past um, as basically kind of like a superhero type. He's wearing a mask. Hmm. He's doing these. This, amazing things running on rooftops punching guys sending them in the walls he doesn't feel like he's a multi-dimensional character so to me he didn't feel like a multi-dimensional character so i think it would have been cool if this was like a mini series to get to see what happened to him how Mm -hmm. he became v like how did he first put on the mask like what brought Uh, him to that point the contrast
0: of what it would look like to see what he was like before yeah and then what he became
1: yeah exactly that's that's would have i think would have been more engaging and then like then what he was uh, able to accomplish Yes. Like, then i think that would have been a much more full circle type thing yeah. so yeah let's do it let's make it yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah if it were a mini series somebody should make it it's been long enough what was this 2004 five. 5 yeah 5 yeah, yeah so it's been long enough i bet they somebody if they picked it up they could probably write something pretty good based off the material of a little taking a little liberties cuz i like I said, I haven't read the graphic novel, so I don't know how much into the past it actually goes, yeah. how much more it gives. But
0: I don't know. I was reading a little blurb about it and how different it is than the movie. Yeah. Um, and how his whole like his whole thing wasn't about freedom from like the oppression of the fascist state. It was more about anarchy versus yeah. fasci- like fascism. I haven't read it, of course, so I don't know You know how different it is. Yeah. But I like I, I like how this movie portrays him like yeah how this went and so i know that uh alan moore hated this
1: movie Uh-oh. for that reason and he refused to watch it oh that's crazy uh, yeah so well a- you know it's kind of like uh there is one part in the movie there's a dude who wears the v-mask <laughs> yeah. towards like the climax and he's robbing in like the a- UK. <laughs> and he goes in the UK, and shoots a gun into the ceiling i mean um maybe that was a nod to it or maybe it was totally unintentional yeah i don't know yeah but so maybe they should do it. I mean, if they can make the rings of power based off of almost nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's supposed to be like at least what is a it a couple of appendixes they said three seasons <laughs> um if they can do that, then surely they could develop a ten ten part mini series for right. right yeah, yeah do you remember anything else uh that I missed? I'm
0: sure there was something yeah. uh like I said, all of the like narrative points made it very difficult to like remember what happened when and in what order because there's several times when the past is yeah. brought up by different characters like at least i want to say four different characters brought up the past yes and had their own yeah. little
1: vignettes to talk about if you can remember the order of his killings and then what they revealed that's really it yeah that's because yeah. <laughs> even i as i was trying to like help you move along i was like crap like how did they how did the inspector know that there was this email from this right? guy it's yep. like, uh, and how did they make the connection between everyone else in this facility? I just kind of forgot some of those details. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you and you have to know them in order for you to be like, oh, so that's how this happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little little connection. It's pieces. kind of like, um, and it wasn't explained as well, but when we did The Fugitive and we talked about how you had to be paying attention in order to piece together what happened with the pharmaceutical company and uh yeah. Doctor kimball Like you had to pay attention, or else you just would have been like, "Why it? did they go after him?" Yeah, if you missed yeah. the beginning of that movie, you would not know <laughs> yeah. the motive or pick up on anything else. Like, yeah, why did they? Kill miss wife? one of those huh? expositions. Be like, who is V? How did he become? That? Yep. Why is he blowing up Parliament? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, if you don't have anything else on the movie. I guess that's kind of that's the end of this episode. So if you all would like to follow us on Instagram, um, please do so at Movie Memory Podcast. Also, if you have any ideas for some movies, or you just have some comments, questions, anything you could think of, yeah, yeah send yeah. us an email yeah, at make sure Movie you, Memory Podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, share yeah, stuff, like it, yeah, yeah, like share because you want to be here, you want to listen to this. Podcast. It's going to get exciting. We're going to keep doing some amazing movies. So, this is where you need to be. Like, you need yes. to be involved with movie memory. So, yeah. yeah you, you know what? I, I think <laughs> Chancellor Settler is actually going to say this a lot better than I can.
0: I want everyone to remember why they need us.